You're locked in to the podcast show 2022 with me, Swazi McCallie. I have just walked through into the building. This year, we are being hosted by the amazing Business Design Center, which if you have been here, it's hard not to get lost. But it's a good thing if you get lost, because as I take you through, you honestly will see pop-up after pop-up after pop-up. And I'm walking, walking, walking. Hello, guys. Walking towards the info desk. And on my right, here you've got Amazon Music, who are gorgeous in purple with a lot of screens and a lot of chat going on. And then Spotify. Can we shout out Spotify, please? Because the juices are really juicing. They're gorgeous and they're free. So thanks, Spotify. We're going to head all the way upstairs. This is the ground floor. And as you get up, it's then just an explosion of all things podcast. But here we are, right outside BBC Sounds. I can see George the Poet. Shouts goes out to you, George the Poet. I can see the team here hustling and bustling and talking to loads of different people. We've also got incredible pop-ups. We've got Run Ragged Media, we've got PRX. I have not seen a room with so many headphones. I just want to sample each one. So if you brought a goodie bag, <laughs> can you fill up my goodie bag with all things speakers, please, as well? We've got different sessions. We're running across two days here in North London. We're slap bang in the middle of the Business Design Centre. As you can hear around me, it is popping off right now. So many people, so many people across the industry, including 350 speakers. You've got 150 panels, masterclasses, workshops and Q&As. This is the first podcast show of its kind. People have come to collect gems from them in the industry, from leaders and top level brands, from so many different sponsors. Today, this podcast is going to give you a flavour of the podcast show and the breadth that it offers, we're going to be talking to the incredible Edith Bowman. I've got Anna Whitehouse. I've got Jane Garvey. I've got so many special guests, so many people to be speaking to. So keep it locked. I'm joined now by the gorgeous Edith Bowman, who's just come off the studio stage in association with Acast. And here she is now. So my session was about my podcast soundtracking. So it's a, an independent, tiny little podcast that I launched six, coming up for six years ago. August, we'll be celebrating our sixth birthday. And it kind of came out of me wanting to have a regular slot doing a specific thing, talking about film and music. And that wasn't available on a traditional broadcaster. So it was like, well, what can I do? And it's like, I'm going to launch a podcast. And so we've done it and we've been doing it every week. We've missed two weeks in six years that we wow. haven't released an, an episode. And we talk about film and music and uh, and the sort of the beautiful relationship between that, yeah. either through film or through TV. And yeah, it's my baby. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. Well, you are the plug for film and music. You blend them two so together so well. They've got such a special relationship. Exactly. But how do you not just get lost? I would just be lost in the music, but also watching about the films. Which film have you seen too many times? Oh, wow. Um, Blues Brothers. Oh, OK. Good choice. Um, I mean, Aretha Fla Franklin and Respect, that that cafe scene is just it is kind of legendary and it was I just remember as a kid it was the thing that I would almost put on at a tiny wee TV in my in my room and I would put it on to go to sleep to every night so it kind of almost I'd remember getting to a certain point every night on the film so that's the film that I've watched most I would say in my entire life but um, I mean Spielberg for me is one of the biggest influences when it comes to film and also the way he's used music if you think about E.T. and stuff like that and so to get him on the podcast was a massive coup for us so yeah, considering it's the two of us that make it, you know, we, we, 
we don't we're not a big corporation we're not a kind of big sort of radio station it's just the two of us and we're just really proud of what we've been able to do over the past six years well that's really encouraging because i know loads of people listening to this today will be starting off their own podcast you can do it i want your advice like what advice would you give maybe your first two gems that come to mind so my advice would be it's easier than you think Mm. so don't be scared about doing it but one thing that i would say that you do do is make sure that you have something that you're either passionate about or something that you know that you can talk about or want to start a conversation about because I feel that podcasts have become this kind of easy go-to for people in terms of everybody feels like they need a podcast you don't you need a podcast if you feel like you either want to start a conversation or you have something that you're very passionate about so that's my advice make sure that it means something I'm going to pinch Abby's last question for you you gave us the tea <laughs> and the goss about who to expect so have you got any other big names coming through to your pod well we've got a lot of people that we're hoping to get over the, the next couple of months um, we're looking forward to hopefully talking about Olivia Wilde's new film um, which is coming out in September with Harry Styles and Florence Pugh so it would be amazing that's the kind of dream to get those three as a kind of round table to talk about the film so I'm working on it yeah. since I booked the guests leave it with me yeah. we need to give you the big stage later on then absolutely and if you've been a grandma thank, thank you, you so, so much. much take care enjoy the rest of the show sitting down with me are the two from brown girls do it too is poppy and rubina you you chopped it up with my two guys aaron and reuben christian hey, hey. You, you know these guys i know those guys so it was, it was rubina's idea so when we were talking to the organizers for the festival we were like look there are no well there are very few brown podcasters that we can spotlight but it was amazing to have them on stage and share like that is what I think we need to do as like brown I hate this word brown crew just brown people like we need to we need to lift each other we need to raise each other because I think historically brown people and I'm talking about South Asians we are fragmented we're not we're not really collectivist we tend to judge a bit yeah, I think. and I think we were talking about how we're like borrowing a bit from black culture right black culture has like this collective culture where are these people we mm. kind of come together we have each other's backs and black culture has like a really thing it has yeah. a strong identity yeah. British Asian culture doesn't have that same thing yeah. but maybe we're pushing but, towards and, and a sort of brown collectivist yeah. thing well before I let you guys go I want to play a game with you yes. on the table in front of me podcasters I've got two different sets of pieces of paper one group of pieces of paper has names the other side has uh, titles and you your job is just to pick one, but we're going to create different podcasts. Oh, I love And to see, oh, this is, this is, yeah. this is yeah. all She's very, gonna, very. This is going to be so good for Ruby. Okay, who wants to go first? You go first. Go okay. First. Okay. So I just take one. From just, there, just yeah. one. What did okay. you pick? Whittling flutes from driftwood, with. Dun 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 dun. Pick one of these. Oh, and then and then it matches it. Okay. <laughs> Prince Charles. <laughs> Prince Charles. He is quite the flautist, actually. I can imagine him kind of pursing his lips together and having a good old time with it. Oh, Prince Charles. Lovely. Prince Charles. We've got something for you. For oh. you on the way. Okay, your turn. So I decided to go take You choose one of these. Okay, fine. <laughs> You're going to love this. Three nuns walk into an adult shop hosted by... Oh, well, have a... Wait, wait. Uh, have a little scuffle around, man, just to get anything. Have a little zhuzh. It's got to be random. She's into random selections. Nigella Lawson. Oh, that's like a rabbit man. That She'd is actually like, quite mm, good. That's almost Grammy. You know, she's like all over that. <laughs> I just feel like butter's in the oven. As nuns, are you allowed to have butter? Is yeah. that allowed in your religion? As long as it's in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> the brilliant comedian and podcaster as well, talking about changing the charts. Women in podcasting is Deborah Francis White. For any young ladies who are listening and want to start up their pod, what advice would you give to them? Bank some episodes first. You'll, you'll make one episode, you'll go, this is fantastic, everyone should hear it. You'll put it out. 
then you'll realize, oh my God, we have to do that all again before Tuesday. <laughs> and so you see a lot of podcasts if you go online and you just you know, scroll through, not the famous ones, but you see, uh, you might Google a favorite show and go, who's doing a podcast about succession or you know, whatever. You will see a number of podcasts that have two episodes because they didn't know how much work it was going to be. So I would recommend you bank six to 10 episodes before you broadcast one. Then put them out. I what I would say, let's describe it first as a limited series. Say we're going to do 10 apps. If then there's a demand, you enjoy it, you like it, people start listening, the listeners are building, or you just, all the listeners that you do have are engaged. It doesn't have to be a lot of people, but how engaged are they? How excited are they? How much are they? How much are you retaining them? Then, while those are airing, you start making some more, but you're ahead of the game. Yeah. Put it out at the same time every week because people like reliability. Get a good editor or learn to edit so you cut out all your arms and ours. I can't stand listening to podcasts where the, I've, I've listened to podcasts which are actually like, oh, is your Zoom on? Hello. Oh, we're having a few technical difficulties. Kerry, oh, she's gone. She's gone. Nobody needs to hear that. No, no, no. Get to the punchline. Yeah, like, like edit it. Edit it. And that, that's my biggest thing. Edit it, put it out at the same time every week and bank six to ten episodes before you start airing. Yeah, brilliant advice. Cooking up a storm today at the Podcast Show 2022 is none other than Jay Rayner. I'm at the podcast show today to do a session about the knotty business of host reads. Why do them, how to do them, how not to bore the pants off your audience. And because there is food in Out to Lunch, it's not a food podcast, it's an interview podcast with food, but we've got uh, one of our advertisers, Filippo Berrio, uh, along, and we've got a chef cooking with their product. Basically, we're importing Saturday Kitchen into the podcast show. It should be fun. Right, so here's the game. I am about to pick out the title for a podcast. They're blind. I can't see which one, which one I'm going for. They're all on strips of paper. Right, that's that. And then I'm going to pick out, again blind, a celebrity to front it uh, should they decide that's the way their career should go. So let me introduce you to my choice, which is unravelling the hidden tricks to clipping dogs' toenails with Shaggy. I actually think that's brilliant. I think that, I mean, I'd listen to that at least once. Here I am, speaking to Aaron Christian and some other attendees that came to the podcast show across the two days in London. Tell me about your session that's coming up. Give us the goss. Oh, gosh, you're putting me on the spot because I don't know the title of the session. But we've been invited by Poppy J and Rubina on their podcast. So we've got a little session. I'm here with my brother, Ruben Christian. And we're just talking about the growth of our pod. Uh, what is his behaviour? They're going to hit us with a few questions around how we've kind of in incorporated at the South Asian diaspora and the community. Um, and then probably some, some blind questions to, to keep us on our toes. So, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. And what does it mean to be here representing the South Asian community as well? What does podcasting look like to you? It's super, super dope to kind of represent the community. I don't think I represent the whole community. I think with the pod over the last two years, we've realised how rich, nuanced and diverse that community is. So I'm just kind of retouching uh, with my own kind of heritage, which is dope. But it's good to represent in some small kind of capacity. What's been so amazing about the podcast show is being able to see how many opportunities can come from just having this podcast. So we've been in panels talking about advertising, sponsorships, how to grow a social audience. It's been so enlightening. Um, so I'm yeah, I'm thrilled that it's here. I really enjoyed Kermode and Mayo yesterday. I mean, it's so great that you know they've been staples of broadcasting for so many years, and to hear them sort of break it down and 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 you know break down their new podcast, it, I thought it was really really interesting. 
We are back for another interview, back like we never left. I'm Swazi, I'm joined by the gorgeous, the amazing, it's Anna Whitehouse in the building. How are you doing? Hi, hello. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. Never not panelling. Well, this is what I was talking to you about. Who have you seen already? Oh, got interviewed by my icon, Jane Garvey. <gasps> and you know when you have that moment where you start off in podcasting and you're this tiny little fish, and then suddenly you're like, the queen, the dame herself of BBC Women's Hour is sat opposite you, asking you a question. So right. it was a really big moment. How did it go? It was amazing. And I think we just had really open conversations about the reality of starting podcasts. Yeah. So, you know, that it's all very well having the incredible branding and the incredible support of something like Global, who I've had. But actually, I started out on Mother Pucker, which is my platform. I started seven years ago with no money, no support, nothing. I was earning the money for it sort of on the side. I was siphoning it off and not going out and not doing things I wanted to do to create this little brand. That was really the heart of it for me. Yeah. Uh, was starting there and sort of like pocket money creating a brand <laughs> so it's sort of that inspiration to other people I suppose not to look at this show not to look at what everyone's doing and see this polished shiny product a lot of it starts with a tiny little kernel and a belief in your own voice and that's what Jane today brought out of me instead of going oh I can see your heart a radio presenter oh, I can see you're a podcaster she was like okay who's the little person who started who was really like doubting herself and ended up here seven years later yeah. there's been graph last question then are you expecting many parents to rock up I, do you know what? I hope so. It, my brand's for people who happen to be parents, so Yeah, I, talk to me about this. What do you mean happen to be parents? You know, just, it just fell out. Is there? Uh, no, it was because I just felt like I was working at Stylist magazine and I was pitching for pieces around flexible working and what happens when a woman has a baby in the workforce and they weren't interested. They were like, right, we are up to wedding dresses and then I was going to Mother and Baby magazine and they were like, oh no, we just do which buggy do you want? There is something massive in the middle of this which is maternity discrimination and I'm a woman who happens to have a child. I did not shift overnight when sperm hit ovum and I suppose I'm hoping whoever is in the audience today, parent or not, that they are aware of their daughters maybe growing up to that great brick wall that's in front of them and how to break that down. They're aware of their, their sisters, their aunts, you know, the experience women have in, yes, you can achieve anything and be anyone, oh, until you have a baby. Right. And it doesn't matter whether it's just a baby or not, it's until you are disabled, mm. until you have some reason that will prevent you from working in the way that the system ultimately wants us to work in that kind of nine to five existence. I just hope there's people who would turn up today and go, oh, that bird over there, whether I like her or not, she's, uh, she's piped up and maybe I will too. Yeah, that's encouraging, isn't it? Who, any, any special guests? Have you got any tea for us on who we can expect coming through? We've got Caprice coming on. We've had Stella Creasy, the, you know, the Labour MP. We've had Mary Portis. We've had Mylene Class. We've had Cherry Healy. A whole mix of women. But ultimately, it's really stemmed from, for me the way Caroline Flack was treated by the media. If we talk about what your point is, my point is a really emotive one, and I can't talk about it without crying, because I thought the way she was torn apart by the media, and ultimately by us in this kind of medieval witch hunt, I want to address that balance out there, and I want to give women a safe space to speak and be heard, and that is ultimately, again, what you're doing here 
You know, it works on every level. Every podcast I've been to, there's been a sensitivity and an understanding that is not there in those grilling moments where you're in the lights on radio and you have to get that point across and it's transactional. This is not transactional and that's why I'm here. Can you give a hug? Yeah, you can. <laughs> you, can't, you can't hear hugs on podcasts, but... <laughs> we clashed headphones, which is the only way to embrace at a podcast show. <laughs> Anna, you're such a gem, man. Thank oh, you so much Thanks, for my through. love. Really All the best with paneling today. Thank we'll see you, you soon. <laughs> Giving us the goss of pages to podcast and coming straight off the Rise Up stage is Jane Carvey. When I did my first podcast, which was fortunately, I had done, God, getting on for 30 years in broadcasting. So I'd worked in BBC local radio, commercial radio actually before that briefly, and then at Five Live, and then at Radio 4, which is the ultimate broadcasting, how can I put it? It's the most structured place imaginable to be a radio presenter. Almost everything you do is prepared, sometimes for you by somebody else. Every utterance, they prefer it to be scripted. It's, it was not necessarily my natural habitat. So actually, I think I, I enjoyed my time at Five Live a lot and I've enjoyed podcasts a lot because here, you know, you can just roam free and you can actually, we do unfortunately, just say whatever comes into your head and there is a glorious freedom to that. And in its own balmy way, it's introduced us to a world of a, a friendship is actually not too much of an exaggeration. People who choose to listen to Fortunately, and there are lots of them now, are people that I think Fee and I always say this because we meet them a lot now when we go out and about. We could go all go, we could go for a drink with all of them. You know, they are people we think we could probably have a good time with because their lives, like ours, are a bit messy at times, a bit ramshackle, disorganised, occasionally wonderful, sometimes terrible, and a lot of stuff is shared in that environment, and uh, I absolutely love that about it. And I, I did radio for years, and I think I was once recognised in a butcher's, but with fortunately, I get people who will now come up to me on the tube and in other places and say, are you Jane? Oh, I just want to say, I love fortunately. And I'm not kidding myself, because... The figures for live radio are always going to be bigger than they are for podcasts. We, we don't, I mean, I, Woman's Hour would be listened to sometimes by up to two million people a day. If you did the Monday edition, for example, they get really good figures on a Monday because radio goes up on a Monday for reasons no one seems to understand. So we'll never get close to that, and we, but we, we can't aim to. But the people who listen have chosen to be there and it does create a very special link, it really does. And later on today, I am doing a session with Fee. It'll be brilliant to see her again. I know she must really miss me because we saw each other yesterday. And um, <laughs> I think we are being exposed to each other at the moment on an almost daily basis. And, um, it can, you know, I think it's hard for her. I won't lie. It's fine for me, but I think she's struggling <laughs> with so much exposure to me. Anyway, later on, we've got a, a session with Fee and I and Annie Mack. Um, we're just talking about, I think probably with a focus on women and podcasting and maybe the difference between what women bring to it and perhaps what's expected of women over and above what men do. I mean, the kind of bro banter podcasts have always been there and there are many more of them than there are of the kind of sisterly stuff that, that we do. So I think that'll be really interesting. I love the fact that Galdam is in the building and not just one, but two. I've got Nayella and Iwan. And so for the podcast show 2022, why is it important for us to be seeing Galdam there doing up podcast talks? We need we need to be represented. There needs to be more people yes. like us who look like us from our yes. background 
in the podcasting Absolutely. sphere. Both yeah. behind the scenes, so the production yeah. companies, because there aren't enough, and also in front as well, and also bring in those ideas as well. It's like a, it's a trifecta, it's a triangle. You know, there's the idea, there's a the production company, and there's the delivery. And you need all three to be diversified, and that's why we're here. Yeah, brilliant, man. Thank you so much. What's your key takeaways from today? What have you enjoyed the most? Ooh, just people showing up and like bringing their authentic selves to the table. I've learned about lots of new podcasts that I cannot wait to listen to when I get home. Absolutely. I think for me, it's just learning about, I guess because I'm a producer and I have my production company, it's really learning about the future of podcasting and where people think it's headed and therefore how I can play into that and make sure that I'm there representing and bringing my clients forward into that space as well. So my last question, it has to be, given that you guys are talking about your teenage years, if you could go back and look and say to your teenage self this is where you're going to be in a couple years time with this podcast and this production company what advice would you give to your younger self first i'd have to explain what a podcast is same <laughs> same younger and i'd be like wow <laughs> but just that it's going to be a space where you're going to be able to be creative to talk to bring your whole self to the table and work and collaborate with amazing people and tell amazing stories absolutely I think for me to my younger self I'd just say keep going because I think about the many times over the years where I just wanted to not do it anymore because it's really difficult particularly being a woman of color in an industry particularly back then that was dominated by white men and being the only black woman all the time in every studio on every show on every crew is just keep going just put one foot in front of the other take it hour by hour you're gonna get there yeah Brilliant advice. Can we get that on a t-shirt, please? <laughs> <laughs> it's Oz here for the podcast show 2022. I'm joined by Neil from Fresh Air Productions. Hello, Neil. How are you? Hi, lovely to see you. Very well, thank you. So how has Fresh Air Productions this year supported the podcast show? Well, we were on really early, so we started having conversations about this before the pandemic. Wow. Uh, and I think we booked our stand before the pandemic. Uh, so we've been involved for a long time. Uh, we just felt it was something that we really wanted to be on board with. It's a real showcase for the industry. And interestingly, of course, because it was going to be on in 2020, that would have been a very different show two years ago. And the, the industry's just grown up since. So it's just been, it's been fantastic to work with the guys. It's been really fantastic to see all this come together. What's been your highlight so far? Uh, so we did a show yesterday. I'm sorry, I'm saying my highlight is one of our one of our shows. Well, listen, it should be. <laughs> I haven't moved off the stand, but yeah, we did a show yesterday with a, a live pianist and a, an impressionist from Britain's Got Talent, where they they we, we had audience interaction. We had a podcast script, and the audience could choose whether they wanted their podcast presented by Boris Johnson or Alan Sugar. And you know, so we we had some real fun with that. And the audience, again, the audience here are. They love podcasts, they're really involved in it, they really want this to work well, and they're really keen to hear what you've got to say, which is not always the same at industry events. It's not always the same when people are, you know, sort of half interested in the medium. Um, here, everybody loves podcasts, everybody wants to talk about them. And so, yeah, it's just really energizing. We're doing up day two of the podcast show Gems on gems, what did you learn? What did you? What was the tea from today? I think it was just interesting to see, I guess, the development of the podcast industry, the different roles that you have accessible to us. Because we didn't know about this. When I was in school, I didn't know about this, you know? And just seeing that there's so much backstage, it's not just talent-based, there's just a lot there. Yeah, so it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And what's the vibe today? What, what, I mean, it's hustle, it's bustle, it's everything I can hear. But for you, why have you come today? 
I've come here to actually network and you know understand the, the podcast industry to a, a higher level because it's kind of a new thing for the recent years. So it's very interesting to hear different people's perspective of how they'll use podcasts to change other people's lives. So I just find that very interesting to be fair. If you've been hanging around the podcast show 2022, you will definitely be seeing guys in the gorgeous purple shirts, including Man Like Amania. Yeah. What is one thing that you think you've learned, not only being able to volunteer, but also get some of the gems and the tips because you've been looking after so many of the sessions? Any any top tips that you've come away with? I'd say don't be afraid to just go up and ask anyone. I feel like people sometimes can be a bit, uh, should I, should I not? Um, these speakers are really, really busy. No, just go out, just go ahead and do it, man. Yeah. Especially if, if you've come here for a purpose, like for me, networking, Go for it, like go for it, honestly. No, it's been so amazing. And thank you, thank, oh, thank you, you and the team and all the heroes that wear purple shirts for the last two days. We want to say a massive thank you, man. Oh, thank you, I appreciate it, honestly. Thank you. Welcome to the podcast show 2022 and the podcast itself with Jason, the man behind the plan, the man that's behind all of today and yesterday. How are you feeling about everything? I'm loving it. Yeah. I'm loving it. Yeah, I'm really blown away. It's, do you know what? If we've had over 5,000 people here over the last two days. Wow. For a brand new event that's never happened before, having YouTube, Amazon Music, Global, BBC Sounds, the, the list goes on. Um, They've all come and they've all brought their talent. So we've had everyone from Louis Theroux to Emily Maitlis and just endless you know, stuff like that. But also um, people have flown from all around the world. I mean, it's really mind, it's really mind blowing. So we've had like people flying in from Mexico, from um, Germany, Holland, India, red eye flights from New York, Los Angeles. So it's a truly like international event. And people just keep telling me that's like, you know, traditionally podcasts when they first started out were kind of seen as quite a sort of geeky space mm. and so some of the events that are out there are still a little bit kind of old school and this event if you just look around it's like really young as well as the traditional kind of radio people old, old people like me here yeah. <laughs> But, you know, it's diverse. We've got the ticket price as low as we can for under 30-year-olds so that, you know, we can, you know, have it accessible to as many people. And it's just it's just such a buzz. And yeah. there's people all at the bar at the end of the end of the day and the festival across the week. And we had, like, Commode and Mayo show two nights ago, and that sold out in an hour. Wow. Fern Cotton and Sarah Cox. But it's... I, I love... I kind of want to create a bit of a legacy with the, with this event and in the you know people in years to come will say you know I've got some sound advice coming here and, and it really opened up my eyes to the possibilities so it feels good yeah no congratulations man mm, thank, thank you. you just on a personal note thank you there's so many gaps that have been bridged between those who are new to the game or got a podcast and episode one is literally all that's under their belt to those who are pros and been doing it for a very long time and even yeah. those who are the commissioners and everyone but to bridge that gap over two days and have that many panels that many workshops we do want to say a massive massive oh, thank, thank you, you. Thank to you. you and the whole team but also as well your sign for 2023 is already up you're not wasting any time so no, what can we, we expect don't mess next around year? we don't mess around <laughs> do you know what our sales guy i'm looking at i'm looking at one of them right now right <laughs> he's, he's got the biggest enjoying. smile on his face <laughs> because people are rebooking yeah. already and others that are that are on the gallery bays that are not on the floor mm. are like we want to be on the floor right so we've got we're in a really great position in that um you know there's demand and we just actually we just got to make sure we get the right people on the floor to meet those objectives that i have for the show which is to deliver value to people that are starting out and and i guess the wider industry so 
Thank you. No, thank you. The legacy has begun. Good, Congratulations. Good. I'm pleased. First one in the bag, next year's on his way. That's Let's it, go, man. man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> thank you. As well as workshops and sessions, there have been so many live shows across the evening, including Exactly with Florence Given, Feel Better, Live More with Dr. Rangan Chatterjee, British Scandal Live, Komodo Mayo's Take, The Receipts Podcast, you got Pressed, you got Changes with Annie McManus, Comfort Eating with Grace Dent, and so many more. You've been listening to the podcast show Podcast and I've been your host, Swazi McCallie. I've really enjoyed it, you know. I have learned so, so much and to link up with the gang after being on Zoom for so, so long and seeing people has been such a joy. I've really learned loads. I've sat down with the commissioners. I've sat down with those who are making podcasts and producing podcasts and this whole show has just brought everyone in the industry together. So thank you. Thank you for coming along. Thank you for shouting about it and you know the dates for 2023 are already in the diary so make sure you come along and we'll see you guys very very soon take care